Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, So Shitty It Only Has One T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for telling a friend. That's really the most important thing. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys enjoy the show and tell a friend, that means so much to me. It helps the show grow. Uh, it helps me out personally. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you haven't gone on iTunes and subscribed, uh, do that. That helps me out too. Um, support your local artists. I think that's kind of like the whole vibe of this show. I want to thank my guest, Tressa, for coming on and talking to us about her profession and uh, <clears throat> um, what she does for a living, really educating us on um, the ins and outs of her job. So, uh, without further ado, um, let's let the cat out of the bag. Oh, also, if you want to uh, go check out uh, her website or find her on IG or Facebook or anything like that, I've included those links on this episode. So if you're listening, go check it out there. Check her out on IG. Support your local artist. Without further ado, let's let the cat out of the bag. The mic. You're in. Do I just like put my face against it? Yeah, actually, that sometimes that works. Sometimes that works really well if people <laughs> get away from the mic too much. Just like, da, 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 yeah, like just put your I nose am. in All the right. pump mic. Gotcha. Uh, oh, let me just pull this up real fast. Boop, boop, and boop. Is there anything that we you don't want to talk about? By the way. No. Okay. Cool. Uh, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Done talking about trauma. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. Let's not. Let's not bring that up. The last uh, podcast I did was like, like it was like not about. What was the? It was podcast? a serious podcast. It was anonymous, so oh, okay. no one will ever know that I did it. Okay. Don't <laughs> don't bring it up. We're, uh, we're not gonna tell. Listen, you asked me what I can't. Okay. Cool. Done. We're done. 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 And done. Got it. Uh, okay. You want to? Are, are you ready? I feel ready. Okay, let's go. I mean, as ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> let's do it. Um, why don't we start by introducing who you are, just saying like who you are and what you do. So my name is Tressa Gilmer, and I am a leather worker. Yeah. I, I work with leather, and what? I have a small business uh, that goes by Chimera Leather. Why'd you choose Chimera. So Chimera is like this like mythical creature, like yeah. the snake a tail. blend of beasts, yeah. you know? And um, I got to, I was fortunate enough to study abroad with like maybe like one of the world's less, like best, <laughs> best uh, leather workers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Nigel Armitage. Shout out to Nigel Armitage. Whoa. Armitage Leather. Cool. UK. Yeah. No, um, he is amazing. And uh I spent some time like doing an intensive with him and at the end of it we made a bag that he was like okay this is your last project and like we're gonna do uh something of a chimera bag and I was like what is a chimera like yeah. I had never even heard of that yeah. I was, but I liked the way it sounded I was like chimera <laughs> and um I really like poured myself into that project I like did it like I was with it and um and yeah I just kind of decided like I was Urban Hyde, which it had this kind of like coming from Oakland's like grungy, like, yeah. you know, like just thrown together. Are you from Oakland? Uh, no, not from Oakland, but I moved to Austin from Oakland. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just kind of decided like that was like my evolution. Like I wanted to make things. Like when I finished, like, I mean, like I cried at the end of that bag. Like I really like, poured myself into it like <laughs> 110%. And I was like, I just, I want to make things like this. I want to yeah. like pour myself into stuff. And so, yeah. Chimera Leather was born. Did you know you were going to do like leather work up until that point? Or was that like the thing that you're like, oh, fuck, this is it. Like, I'm <laughs> going to fucking, I'm going to do this. No, I, no, I don't think, it, I never knew what I was, I'm always just like <laughs> flailing around. Like, you're like what me. Am I, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> Like yeah. just trying shit on. Like I've lived like seven different, like I've been a body piercer. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been a body piercer. I've been like, uh, uh, uh circus performer whoa oh yeah but like you know like the fake kind where you're like i'm not actually a circus performer i just like spin fire but like people <laughs> pay me to do that but you're like i'm a circus performer real circus performers just anybody listening out there like takes like like long times training yeah like, like they're they're really good at what they do did you just spit fire i, I did i spent a lot of fire <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that mess with the inside of you? i used to all right i'm gonna <laughs> did you used to spin fire i 
there was a really cheesy shot, and uh, I worked at a really cheesy nightclub for real short stunt. Ooh. But they're like, bears? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I spit semen. It wasn't fire. It was just uh, <laughs> men, <laughs> men's ejaculate. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I swallowed it. Um, so, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Okay. <laughs> Got to pay work. the bill somehow. <laughs> mm, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, so they were like, you, bro, you don't know how to spit fire. You just take anything <laughs> higher than 80 proof. And you like, I don't know. I, I don't remember the oh, tutorial. you spit fire. You like. Well, I, there was like an open flame and I spit like uh, Bacardi 151. Oh, but it tore up like the inside of your mouth. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> it destroys the inside. It's worse than Captain Crunch. People do that with like kerosene like lamp oil Ooh. they put it in their mouth Ooh. the funniest thing the funniest thing i ever saw was like at a, a they have these festivals uh-huh. for people that like are like you know i'm i'm, I'm a jedi in training and i'm gonna be a fire spinner like, yeah you know and uh they were doing it with like cornstarch it is the funniest visual <laughs> to watch people do it with cornstarch because for people listening in radio land your cabin is like <laughs> It's a powder. So, How do you get it in your mouth? It's so funny. Anyway, yeah, but I didn't know what I was gonna. Uh, do. Wait, so they just like Wait. pour it in their face and then <laughs> the powder? Yeah, they put it in, like Gatorade bottles and they're like shoveling their like necks back and forth to like get the powder in their mouth and then they look like they just like ate a mouthful of like <laughs> like powdered donuts. Yeah, and then they're just like like because did you know that it's flammable? Like, no, like, yeah, cornstarch are like flammable, I guess. Holy shit. So they'll blow corns. I thought you were saying like they're in training, <laughs> so they would just like blow oh, like out a puff. The festival is like full of people that are like, it's all these different workshops, like all all different props. Yeah. And one of them was like safe fire spitting. Uh, like, I gotcha. Like, yeah. Okay. But they look so funny <laughs> when they're doing it. We just sat for a good while, like, just watched them. <laughs> You look like you just blew the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's yeah, but uh, I I was a life insurance salesperson, which is good God, incredibly disappointing. Yeah, yeah, let's go through the gamut of things before you before leather yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So I was life insurance. It's just pretty much just like coming into work every day and scaring the shit out of people. Like, <laughs> did you know that if you died, that your whole family would be fucked? <laughs> And they're like, oh my god, I didn't know that. Holy yeah. shit, take my money. And eventually you just start to feel bad about yourself. And um, you're making good money. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't know. I did a, other things. I did non-profits, just trying it on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, leather work uh, fit. It, yeah. like, it was like, I liked the smell, like the whole, Oof. everything. Me of too. It, you know, like yeah. the... Yeah, it's just uh, textures, and um, you have to be incredibly precise. We don't have to be. You can be really messy if you want to. I choose a little bit of yeah. a mixed bag, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's how I became a leather worker. That's good. No, that's awesome. I'm always curious, like how people got to where they were. Like I don't know. Hell, I'm an alligator handler now. And oh I'm, yeah, like yeah. fucking shit. How do you do that? Well, I was a barista for a short period of time. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I've done a few odd jobs. You yeah. know. It's not like um, leather work is slowly but surely, mm-hmm. you know, it's developing more and more. There, there's a lot of different ways to go about it, right? Like you can be a mass producer. Yeah. Uh, like you could like design your stuff and ship it out to like Bali and have other people make it. Um, I don't do that. And Oh, cool. So you can send like a protocol like, hey, this is kind of prototype. Prototype. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Give There's protocol my... for that prototype. I may have smoked a little bit before you came over. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And you, you can send that and they're like, send yeah, you back like all right, here's 50 of them. Yeah, there's, that's why like most of the things, that people don't know that like buying things, most of the things you buy are just like these mass produced things. There's like no yeah. heart in it. People are just like getting paid like whatever to like assemble them. Sometimes like not getting paid that much depending on where your product's coming from. Yeah. And now there's like this whole fleet of like American makers that um, are still like mass producing, like doing die cuts. So they're no longer doing like the hand cut, um, like individualized piece thing. Like, tell me the difference between die cut and hand cut. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, die cut is like a, there's like a pre made, machined 
a piece, like say, okay, you decide on a wallet and you're like, I want the wallet to be this shape. Like you put it in design, you send it to a manufacturer, they send you back a like bladed object that comes in that shape. Yeah. And then you put it on a press or you hammer it out. Usually if they're doing a mass producing, they have like the die press. And so they can just click like, like, and then like it's made and they just made 10 of them. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Really? And it's like, yeah, so it's cut out. So, and then you have, um, like, hobbyists and people that are just, like, playing around with, like, you know, just, like, throwing things together, which I love. I love Mm -hmm. people that are experimenting with stuff because, I mean, that's how, I don't know, that's how new things get invented and not always, but, you know, sometimes. (laughs) And then um, there's, like, more traditional leather work, like, which is what I kind of try to focus on because I'm just a fan of... um, I've always been a fan of, like, dying art forms, like, for whatever reason because someone has to keep them alive, you know? Sure. Leather is part of our history. Definitely. um, I mean, like, everything that we love and know now, like, eventually, well, maybe not everything, like, technologically, but, like, (laughs) objects and things that we use, like, um, more than likely has some history, like, dating back to, like, what it used to be back in the day. And that's just kind of cool to, like, kind of honor those traditions, like, with hand-stitching, hand-cutting, bespoke pieces. And that's what I I am fascinated with that, and I want to make that work, but... It's harder than the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you actually made a wallet for me. Uh, beautiful wallet. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I was actually show, showing it off the day that you were like, hey, here you go. Here's your wallet. And I was <laughs> running around like, look, nice. look what I got. Um, but anyways, you were telling me about the stitching in it. Mm-hmm. You said that saddle, saddle stitching wasn't something that I knew about yeah. until later. What is what is that? So saddle stitching, it, like that, that follows like the traditional leather work thing, right? Like mm-hmm. that's like people that are hand sewing thing, um, things like so machine stitch. Like most everybody knows like what a sewing machine does. Like you see it, and that's like on a lot of the mass produced stuff because it's easy, it's convenient to like da 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 da, and it's done. Yeah. Um, so machine stitch has two pieces of string that are woven in and out of each other, mm-hmm. like from the bobbin thread to the top thread. And um, if you were to cut that string, the whole thing would eventually unravel. There's no way of really saving it other than stitching back over it. Yeah. So a saddle stitch is kind of cool because, like, you make the holes yourself. You, like, pre-punch these holes. And then you weave one piece of thread, continuous thread, uh, with two needles. So it's kind of like making – it's kind of like making tiny knots in between each hole. So the cool thing about that is, like – that wallet that has that hand stitching that like you can pass that down to your kids like if you yeah. want you know like it that 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 saddle stitch will outlast you because you could literally cut that thread and burn the end repair that single stitch and it'll last still forever that's yeah. why you see these like old antique pieces they still have like hand stitching on them they're mm-hmm. still together they're like the leather's dry rotted and it's like everything but the stitching is still there yeah and it's like it makes it last. Do you marvel at these like old pieces? You're oh, like, wow, God, look yes. at this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have so much like in the US, but when I was traveling abroad, like when I went to go study, I made like kind of a tour out of it. And I was like, there was like at one point I was in this like old coal mine or something in France. And they mm-hmm. had like there was like this whole like little section where they had just like tack for a horse yeah and the person i was with was like okay come on trust it because like the whole tour is like about the coal mining and i'm just like yeah look at that antique leather i'm like such a nerd <laughs> about it it's not it's not cool but yeah I, I think it's neat my uh my mom i don't know i'll tell you a little backstory uh on me my mom has yeah. she has like a horse-drawn carriage business oh, nice. um and uh she has to go to like wisconsin to get like this amish like specialty ah. leather pieces nice. for like uh, I don't know harnesses because you don't I don't know you can't just like walk into a uh, you would need to contact like a leather worker like yeah. hey will you make this crazy special piece only made for like draft horses that only the Amish are using yeah but see the Amish don't use any machinery right so <laughs> right, like they're yeah. still using those like traditional techniques more than likely I mean I don't know any Amish like personally yeah. but, but I mean <laughs> I think that's pretty standard yeah, yeah. I mean, like you going to assume that they don't <laughs> yeah yeah so I don't know like I, that's I I would imagine whenever you were traveling where did you say you traveled to um, well I, I studied a little bit in the UK okay. uh, with a mentor and then I went all over I went to Netherlands uh, France and Spain yeah but I would imagine you were running into like 
uh, saddle stitching oh yeah on an actual saddle like, yeah <laughs> there was tons of it i mean like france you know like there's hermes out there like hermes is kind of like the fashion house that still follows traditional technique okay and i mean like i i went out there like just finished my training showed them my portfolio <laughs> and they're like oh well uh you're i mean i'm terrible french do it <laughs> <laughs> you almost did it. <laughs> They're like, well, um, uh, your stitching is very good, uh, but you do not speak the language. That's so good. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm going to fucking learn. Yeah. And, I, and I came back and I like very like diligently like taking like four months of French lessons. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't know the language. <laughs> Hermes dreams. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn it. No, I mean it, it's beautiful though. But like they have they have things there that are like you know they do everything from like saddles still traditional mm -hmm. to like handbags and stuff. I mean you're t you're speaking like sometimes like ten thousand dollars. I mean I, I literally saw a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar saddle. Ah fuck. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It was made of like turquoise alligator and like orange and everything like they wouldn't even let me take a picture of it so i had to literally like draw a picture oh shit it. yeah that's dude. awesome yeah it's so cool another so, dying like, art form yeah like, exactly. i was gonna have to draw a picture of this it's so amazing yeah <laughs> can't have photos in here <laughs> i don't want you to take anything that's awesome yeah. uh do you get a lot of custom work like hey i want a wallet that will i don't know fold into before you gave me my a transformer, like yeah. a car. <laughs> I want a wallet that'll transform It'll turn into, into a, a belt. go kart. Yeah. Oh, you went I don't know. way better than I did. Yeah, I was shooting low, and you're like, yeah. I want it to get me to work. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, like business has picked up. I mean, I, I'm I'm still fairly new to Austin, and uh, in the Bay Area, I was in like more boutiques and things, and I'm working on that now. I mean, cool. I'm now at like a, a new boutique here in uh, Austin as of this week. Oh, cool. You've got like a residency somewhere? Uh, it's not a residency. Sweet. I have a few pieces at uh, Blackmail Boutique, I don't know, on Congress. Cool. Um, yeah, and um, kind of like working more at that. I, I'm actually trying to branch out more into like TV and film. Mm -hmm. And this week has been really exciting because I'm uh, the TV show that I did some stuff for last year got picked up for a second season. And so I'm going to be making uh, new props and like cool. wardrobe, like. It's like an Indian and cowboy show. Shut up. Yeah, so we made like, oh, God, it was like 70 pairs of chaps and like 90 pairs of moccasins. I was like, I'm never making moccasins again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over moccasins. I'm never making it. But here I'm I am. And he's like, hey, do you want to do that? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. And I got to do like a really fun. What happened? Well, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we're so polite. Yeah, we are so polite. Oh, no, no, you first. I, I insist. Um, do you get to keep any of that stuff? Like, as an actor? Like, oh, yeah, they're your moccasins now. Fucking keep them. I mean, I'm not an actor, so I, I'm just, like, the maker, but, like, the actor itself. But uh, you get paid for it, so you're like, I don't care what happens to it. Yeah, well, it's, like, contract work, right? Like, there's so much money in TV and film, and it's, like, I'm still trying to figure out how, how, how they pay us all. Like, they yeah. just, like, pay, like, subcontractors. Like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like do you get in the union? Like, what you, what's going on? I'm still, you know, but it's cool because I didn't even know that that was a thing that I could do. And I don't want to be the wallet girl. I mean, I love making wallets. <laughs> it's great. I love making accessories, but it's funny how easily you get pigeonholed into sure. something. And yeah. like, I've literally been out at a bar and been like, oh, you're the, you're the wallet girl. I'm like, I'm yeah. so much more than that. Yeah, I do more than wallets. <laughs> I do more than wallets. You know, I you know, do everything from like fetish gear to like yeah. uh, accessories, like for moms. Like I made like yoga straps, like whatever. I'm a bespoke maker. Like for sure. bring me your projects. Let me know what you want to make. Let's, yeah. Let's make it. Tell me more about um like the fetish wear and stuff that people People get like really specific. They're like, hey, I oh, want. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a very specific I request. I want a zipper mouth. They're like, okay, I, I got it. I'll I need a strap more. on that will yeah. hold a dildo that's four and a half inches wide. That That's a legit oh. request I've had. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you know, and no shame. Like, you're sure. just like, okay, cool. How do I do that? And it's really fun as a maker to get to be like, okay, I'm going to put that together. Like, yeah. we're. Let's make that happen because it's so out of the box. And I love, I think that's what I like about design is like, on there that I'm gonna leave alone. Oh, right no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, you get to, you get to be creative with it and you get to, to think along different lines of design. And I like that sort of stuff. I like challenges. I don't like doing the same 
thing yeah. every day. Like more power to the the American makers out there that are like you know die pressing their wallets and stitching like you know. 50 belts in a day that's great for you awesome i'm happy that more people are supporting american you know like made things and uh yeah. but it's you know at the same time like for me that doesn't necessarily like work with what i want to be doing with it and yeah 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 you'd rather have that like yeah. strap on request and talk or... about fetish gear being like you get to make some of the coolest stuff for people yeah and i mean like i'm a queer woman and i got fed up of like everything looking like a magic trick like it's just like <laughs> here's a here's black leather with some silver rings <laughs> and like, it's just like all looks the same a magic trick and so i i was like all right I, what about some feminine form what about some curves in this how about some like inlays like how some beautiful stones inlaid this like make a strap on that makes you feel still like you're a woman (laughs) you know like um because that's you know it's 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 an expression it's it's a creative expression and so like even with my wallets and stuff like people either love it or they get annoyed by it because i i don't make any two the same i've never made two wallets exactly the same. So even if they're the same cut, they're the same whatever, I dye them differently. Even if they're the same colors, I use a different color stitching. Yeah. I put some element that is like very one of a kind yours. So the, I mean, like that's what it's about, right? Like we're yeah. here to express ourselves. We're here to to play with expression and and you know, like who's to say that you can't express yourself through a wallet? Like sometimes that's like the most flamboyant <laughs> accessory that For if they sure. bought one of my wallets, that might be the <laughs> one of the most flamboyant things on them. But um but yeah, I really love like uh doing kink stuff, but I haven't got to do so much of it in Austin. Is that what it's called? Kink? Like fetish gear, kink yeah. gear, yeah. Okay. Um I've made some like lovely cuffs and things like that. Like I like doing that but um yeah imagine that's a better way to go than like the chrome <laughs> nobody wants to be like pressed against chrome like uh this feels really good but my wrists hurt like yeah, a motherfucker yeah. but um <clears throat> you're fine i was looking for my drink oh i was like what did you do? What did like you drinking drop? by myself over here like oh so anyway a couple sockies deep <laughs> so i've just got you here to get you drunk <laughs> spill the beans yeah, i'm lightweight so it's fine i'll be done in this two sips mm. I uh, I used to make a cocktail for my. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of curious if yeah. you were gonna make me like a leather cocktail. I thought about. It, I was like, maybe I should make you like an orange whip. Ooh, um, what is that? I don't know. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> I saw it on. It up? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on Blues Brothers. Like when they all go sit down at the table. I've never seen Blues Brothers. It's an, yeah, it's all good. I. I'm not one of those people like, oh, you haven't? Yes. Oh, my God. Do I, I need to go home and see Blues Brothers? <laughs> yeah. um, but he orders like this. Dr- I think somebody has made it up since then. But forever, I've always like Googled like, what's a fucking orange whip? He sits down and like four orange whips for like these hmm. people that are anyways. <laughs> long story short, I was going to make you an orange whip. I'm just running out of drinks. Like, hey, I-, I did it as long as I possibly could. And then I was like. Is orange whip even a thing? Do I, I have the stuff for an orange whip? Do you even drink? There's a lot of people that I had on. They're like, I don't drink. And then yeah. I just end up drinking their cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, this is good. Yeah. This- no, like, um, missing out. I didn't drink for a long time, but uh, I'm, I'm back on the wagon. You're back on the wagon? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drinking's fun. Yeah, it's so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I liked I liked that there was like that continuity throughout your your um, other episodes that I listened because I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. Yeah, like, I'm gonna yammer on about leather. Who gives a shit? Everybody, you know? there's a lot. Of Everybody people loves that, it. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I did learn a lot about like the paper one. Oh yeah, yeah. The like the invitations and stuff. Uh huh. Like I don't know. I learned some things I didn't know. Yes, yeah, appreciated that. I often my through my daily conversations, I'm like, oh yeah, I had a. I don't know. I had a leather worker on my podcast and she said that, you know, it's, it gets really monotonous. All the fetish stuff is usually just like black and silver. That's it. She's the only person that, I don't know. I don't so know. I, I will commonly refer back to, oh yeah, I had a really interesting person to talk to on my podcast. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I like it to be a little informative. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> I think we were talking about cuffs before. The, cuffs? Cuffs, like oh, like <laughs> fetish <laughs> <Like> cuffs, cups. <laughs> drinking out of like cups, handcuffs. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, I'm trying, uh, to, yeah. I'm trying to reel it back Cuffs. in. Reel it in. Because I, I know you left this here for me for me to. I was like, I, remember what you're talking about. I got stuff over here. Okay, oh, this is not much. The <clears> other page. <laughs> There's other stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I make a little bit of everything. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open to challenges too, because I'm not afraid to be like, no, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Yes. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, I got this, and then like go into it and fail. I mean, like, I like failing. Yeah, there's an element to that. Like you're learning if you're failing. Um, but yeah, I just want more people to bring me more projects, and like, uh, I like helping people achieve like their, um, their goals through like if they can tell me, which is funny, most people can't <laughs> tell you. Nobody knows what they want. I, it's been a really long process understanding that. Yeah, that's definitely a hard people thing to grasp. Know. They have no idea what they want. Like. <laughs> Pretty much they want you to tell them what they want. For sure. And then they want to tell you what they don't like about that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they they have no ideas. And you're like, okay, we can do this and that and that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Everything except for like that one thing like I was, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, so, I mean, you work from there, right? Sure. Sure. Without a doubt. I've found that it is more common for someone to tell me what they don't want yes. than for someone to tell me like what they do want. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. I definitely won't do those eight things you listed, but <laughs> what do you want? We still yeah. have it. Oh my god, I've I've made like multiple. That was like that's kind of frustrating part of that, my job. That's got to be a, and that's partly on me. You know, like there's an accountability that I'm willing to own, like about that because it's just I need to get better as a make. I'm I'm I can make things, but I don't. You have to learn. Nobody tells you when you're like, yeah, go after your dreams, girl. Like, do what you love. <laughs> like, no one tells you that you got to learn how to be like up. Of a social media expert. <laughs> no, you gotta shit. be a photographer. You gotta be a marketer. I know. You gotta be a salesperson <laughs> and you gotta be a maker and you gotta be like customer service and human resource, like all yeah. in one. Nobody tells you anything about that. Yeah. If someone had told me that, I'd have been like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I know. Seriously. When you're running your own show, I fucking. I had to write the music for this fucking podcast, <laughs> edit it, uh, do the booking. Um, I don't know, schedule everything. So it's a fucking pain, yeah. huge pain in the dick. If I would have known that before starting, like, there's a lot of shit that comes with it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Have done yeah, it's, it's probably why they don't let you know. They don't, <laughs> yeah. nobody, like, nobody talks about the the yeah. like shitty learning curve that people you have. tell me all the time. They're like, I'm thinking about doing this podcast. I'm like, do it. Please do it. That way I can talk to you about how much of a pain in the dick it is. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll help you all the way. Oh, that's sweet of but you. But I can't wait. Yeah, I can't, I, wait. I can't wait till you start hitting those walls, <laughs> or man. hopefully you can give me some feedback like, oh, you, shit, you don't have to. Here's this good editing program or like oh, just send yeah. it to an intern or whatever. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And, and that's one of the things I've learned, too. Like, talk about colleagues, right? Like, yeah. Like, you and I were colleagues one time. Yeah, we were work colleagues. Yeah. We worked in a, a little, uh, well, yeah, a little, a a little shitty hole in the wall place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, like you, it's easy when you work in a place with someone. Like, mm-hmm. oh, obviously we're colleagues. So you don't have to question it. But like when you're working for yourself, like you and other like podcasters, you know, like you were mentioning, like you've done like these other things with other podcasts, right? Like yeah. it's cool, like. I've noticed that it's huge benefit for me to reach out to people. And so I'm kind of like, I take the the awkward step to be like, hey, I'm also a leather worker in Austin. Like, yeah. let's make friends because how else do you like learn and progress? And usually people are doing different things. They have different focuses. So it's not like I'm like trying to step on your toes, but how cool is it? Like when you can come together and like learn stuff together or like support each other in other projects. I mean, sometimes I have spillover. Sometimes other people have spillover for sure. And you need people that are like on your team. And so you have to like kind of create your colleagues. And that's kind of a, a cool thing that I do like about the job, but no one tells you in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, I was just going at it alone for a long time, <laughs> like flailing. Um, when but, first starting this, I keep, I'm trying to draw parallels. I feel like I'm not, uh, speaking Draw to away. your profession very well, but when profession <laughs> is such a loose word, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're <laughs> I, I'm an idiot, uh, but yeah, I found that like working behind a bar was kind of lucrative mm-hmm. for me to like book guests because someone's like, Oh, I'm an airplane pilot, I'm like, Cool, come on my show, <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, until you kind of get in the groove, that was a good way. Is that kind of how you started? to get your foot in the door was like working 
service industry jobs or like wherever you're exposed to like big masses of people? Oh. Was it how did you how did you kind of like break through? Um, no, I think that like I have uh, the, the service industry job that we worked together was literally the only one I had done in a row like, oh, really? since I was eighteen. <laughs> okay, yeah. So hey, um, you me. Did yeah, you really know, good. like here's the thing: I'm not. I'm good at customer service, like not great at like managers and things. Yeah. Um, I've worked for myself for a long time, and uh, be it like uh, independent contractors and stuff. And so I think I. I personally have a, a knack for networking. Okay. Uh, like, I just, I'll, I'm not afraid to, like, reach out to people and be like, hey, let's do this thing. I mean, it's always awkward. Doesn't mean sure. that it's not hard sometimes, but it's just, like, I I thrive on that kind of, like, uncomfortable place. And yeah. uh, I think that that really helped me out a lot because I can't even really tell you. I have, like, a really great support system of friends that really believe in my work. Like, I mean, if you go and look up Chimera Leather now on Facebook or what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. The other, the other one the other, that everybody's obsessed with. Thing. Yeah. Um, like, I don't have that many followers. But if you look at that, like, probably a good, like, third to half of that is, mm -hmm. like, my people. Yeah. Like, either, like, supporting me, like, through people that they know, you know? Yeah. And then doing, like, little markets here and there. Because when I started to be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I wasn't, it wasn't my focus. Like I, I got into a fucked up accident, like a rock climbing accident. And I was, Ooh. I was dealing with that, you know, like, yeah. but it was something that I could do in the in between uh -huh. that, with my hands that didn't require me standing at all. Holy shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, kind of like bed status for like six months no and kidding yeah it was bad wow. I'm, I'm technically a cripple you know so like two for one on the show right now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> that's yeah crazy. Um, were you did you just like fall off of a, yeah. what, what happened like the I, restraint first oh. was it cliffhanger no that's... i was a uh, free climbing which is you know, it's never great. <laughs> we were climbing, but it was on a baby route. Like yeah. I was a five eleven, like five eleven. That's a, that's not a thing. <laughs> five eleven. You were elevated, but well, also like, five eleven. Rock climbing goes in numbers, right? So it's like five eleven, like five six. Mm -hmm. Is I think I hurt myself on a five six five seven climb. Yeah, five point seven. Okay, and then they go up and like I was like a five eleven climber. Like like I I felt confident as mm -hmm. a climber. That just meant like I was decently skilled. Yeah, and yeah, just climbed up a rock, and I was like giving my friend who was like his first day climbing outdoors, and then the rock that I was on like just like shed. Oh, it like flaked off. So we were on a baby route, like just warming up. We had been out there for like 30 minutes and like little Tressa fell like, I don't know, like 15 feet or something. Oh. So that's how I ended up in Austin was like in that like recovery healing thing. And I just obsessively, that, that actually is why I started taking leather work more seriously. I've been doing it as a hobby, like throwing things in boutiques in Oakland yeah. uh, for like a year and just making like little side money. Like it sure. wasn't anything that I was like planning to do, but then- being in a bed for six months, like, I I was just, like, I watched, like, literally, literally almost every single leather video that you possibly could watch. Sure, like, I yeah, just wanted to learn do? everything. I was watching Japanese makers, UK makers, and I learned, learned the things that I liked. And that's how I ended up linking up with Nigel. Yeah. Like, to get to train with him is, a you know, it's, it's amazing. It, it, it was really privileged. And I just kind of, like, cold called him. And I think that's, like, you know, that... Not being afraid to have those uncomfortable conversations, yeah. Um, and anything that anybody's wanting to pursue is like, don't be afraid to like put yeah. yourself out there because like the ask. worst that can happen is like, no. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, all right, I'm exactly where I am at. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it gave me something to look forward to. Sure. He worked with me remotely, and um, and then when we did all that we could do, then like I guess like eight months later, like I went to the UK and did an intensive with him and it was awesome. Super rad. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, it was cool. serendipitous that you fell off of that. Uh, that clip. Yeah, it sucked, <laughs> but it was like, it helped me be where I'm at now. And now I'm getting like, I mean, like I just did a prototype for a huge like blockbuster like and thing. I and who gives a shit? I mean, like it's just like one tiny thing that you'll see for a half a second in a film. But for me, like being like a no, like a nobody person, like a no name person in the industry, like that's 
friggin' cool. No, that's a cool thing to slap on a resume. Like, hey, I did. Boom. Yeah, I did the. Um, I don't know banana hammocks for Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm just kidding. I, I that's my dream job, actually. <laughs> banana never... hammocks for the Game of Thrones. <laughs> Are you allowed to say what show it is? It's not Game of I'm Thrones. I'm not. Okay, cool. Um, I did not sign it. I yeah, I I didn't sign an NDA, but I, I kind of know the rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... One of them I did sign an NDA, and like the blockbuster film, I'm, I'm not allowed to talk i get it and, but it was just a little thing who knows they might sure. be like that's terrible and you're terrible <laughs> go ahead say you did but it it's still cool to like that i mean the whole time i was making that i was just like this this is so cool like yeah. i'm doing this like I, I like they're gonna and then but the funny thing is like the internal process do you find this like okay when i make something like probably even when i handed you that wallet i was just like i've been making wallets. i know i know how to make them yeah but every single time i hand something over i'm like internal chatter of like an artist you're just like it's gonna fall apart in like yeah. two days like it's gonna explode <laughs> everything's gonna be terrible you're gonna hate it when they're alone with it like yeah. you know like my brain is just like incessantly like just rambling off nonsense and yeah. like the whole time I was like doing that thing I'm like oh my god they're gonna know I'm a fake like I'm not a real person <laughs> like, like they're, they're gonna hate they're it gonna it's gonna be terrible yeah. it's gonna like they're gonna think a two year old did this <laughs> and um and then I hand it off and he's like oh my god it's really good you know yeah. and I'm like he's just saying you know, yeah. like, <laughs> he's so nice. There's just something that knows it's shit. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that part of like you know like I'm three years in. Yeah, really. I mean, I've been doing creative things my whole life, but sure. Yeah, no, three years is a milestone. I think, as, yeah. especially as a leather worker, like you said, it's a dying yeah. art form. Uh, it's not around unless you have like a strong clientele. I think that's I think that's a big deal. Uh, I think that's awesome. Um, and I totally get that, uh, as far as like, I created this thing <laughs> yeah. and you're passing it off and you're like, Oh, they're going to know that I used a, you know, I, I, I sketched it out with a pencil first and then I went over with paint and then uh, they're going to see the little pencil lines. They're going to be like, Hey, is that an eraser? I'm like, oh, I, saw, I swear to God, I, I, I can paint that normally. I just wanted to make sure the lines were perfect. I don't know. Yeah, I um, know. But there is like, it's, it's something about, I think being a creative person, like, like it or not, like I'm okay okay with being a vulnerable person yeah I, I think it's uh a strength and i think that like it's good to to like throw yourself into that to grow uh but i do think that like uh that's part of like the being a creative person like your things that you're putting out in the world even if it's commodifiable art or whatever like podcasts like mm -hmm. something that people are listening to like I mean, you have to be thinking about that at some point, right? Like, what are they thinking? Do you never think about that? Oh, constantly. Uh, okay. Yeah, it haunts <laughs> Sorry, my dreams. No, like, no. <laughs> I'm actually curious, like, to hear about this from other makers and, like, creative folks yeah. because it's just, you feel so isolated in it sometimes where I'm just like, am I the only one that's thinking that? Like, I'm overwhelmed. I get like a, like, hey, this many people are listening. And I'm like, whoa. Oh. Like, I get overwhelmed that, like, holy shit. I, yeah. When I first did this. Uh, it was just going to be like a funny thing for like people to open up the bar like in the morning and have something to listen to other than like music because you have to listen to music yeah. constantly in a bar. So it was going to be for other bartenders to be like, oh, it's kind of funny. Like Adam talked to the bartender down the road and this is what they this is what the conversation sounded like. And then it kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Um. So I'm humbly like blown away whenever somebody's like i really like the show yeah <laughs> i really like the show like i i listen to like maybe a half episode because i i i'm in and out of my studio a lot of times but i always listen to podcasts i'm and now i'm i'm subscribed i'm like you. i'm on it i'm yeah. like i'm like listening that's awesome uh, regularly because it's cool because i want to support like friends like people like Same. getting out there and yeah doing it do your thing it's awesome get out there and do it yeah fuck yeah it's um, too short it is. I'm too short to do shit that you don't want to do. I know. <laughs> and it does. It pumps me up to do it. Like, it, it gives me, like, a really good, like, ah, sweet. I got one under there, you know, under my belt, yeah. uh, another episode. Nice. Um, And it's cool to, like, maybe talk to other leather workers, too, and be like, hey, I had one on my show. Maybe you'll like it. Here's the episode. It's episode, you know, number whatever. Anyways. Nice. Yeah. So it's fun. I don't know. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> where, do you get, <laughs> where do you get your leather from? Where do you get your materials? Um, do you just, like have an entire cow um <laughs> <laughs> delivered to, yeah. to i have one that it's like uh amazon back free just... range feeding in my backyard i'm just waiting for it to be ripe of age oh, uh, no i i source my materials everywhere i something that i've made kind of fun for myself is when i take a trip i tend to bring back a piece oh cool yeah like re regardless and um of where i'm at like even if it's somewhere that i've been like i go to the bay 
That's amazing. Quite frequently. But like if I go, like I try to go to a thrift store or or an upholstery shop or somewhere and get something. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I said, like I make bespoke like one of a kind pieces and it's kind of cool. Like Man. to for me to like especially like old like vintage leather and stuff, like it's cool to make things that already have a history. Like make something new with something that already has a history. That's awesome. And if I just make that part of like my own ritual, because every time I'm traveling, I need inevitably I need alone time because that's just who I am. Oh, for sure. Uh, to like, and so I'll just take a walk and I'll, I'll go to a, an old store or, you know, I've kind of gotten good at like where to source. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll like, I mean, I'll, I'll cold call people, hit up people and just see if they have any scraps laying around, like whatever, you know, like, because those are cool pieces to accent. And I mean, I, I think that my studio, I'm bordering on like, Hoarder level. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> I have everything in like tuple, 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 tupperware, tup of wear. Tupperware. Tupple is toppling over with all the tup of wear. Yeah, tupperware. Yeah, whatever it's called. Boxes. I got fucking boxes. All right. <laughs> but I have them like stacked up. Um, I'm just like little. Sometimes little tidbits. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm trying to like give things away to like teaching classes and I'm just like giving students that like really seem interested like just just take it just uh -huh. take it because I need to get it out of here it's been in my studio forever or I work these like tv jobs um and I have tons of leather left over yeah and so what I really like um I get into this discussion with vegans a lot because mm. oh my god vegan come at me vegans because, I knew this was gonna happen I love this oh my god because I like come at me I have like I mean not like literally though come <laughs> at me. I'm small um <laughs> But like, you know, there's always this discussion of like, well, it's it's, it's not very. What is it? I don't know what the, the whole argument is. Is that like, it's not ethical or something to take? Yeah, it's the, the whole like PETA. Like, it's, it's not. I don't know. I, I was almost. I I wrote this question down like to animal activist fuck with you. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't no. even want to bring that up. But I'm glad that oh, you brought it up. I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you brought because I didn't want to like. Uh, maybe this will bring you down. Oh um, no, no. So how do you handle that? Oh yeah, it's, I, I, I tend to keep everything like try to keep it like pretty lighthearted. Like, sure. Um, because then also like I, I have some like little facts and like things to throw back at them to consider. Like, so like as we were talking earlier, like handmade leather. Like when I make something, my mentor taught me I'm not making it for the person, even if they're like I want all these details and it seems very specific to them. Like I'm making it for the people after you that are gonna get this. Like that's. I'm trying to design something that will outlive you. Yeah. And um, you can't do that with faux leather. Faux leather is a, I hate calling it faux leather because it's not leather. Yeah. It's just plastic. <laughs> and um, and that's what it is. And if you think about um, like ethical reasons, like the meat industry is always going to be around. There's, n there's never going to be a time that the meat industry is not in existence. For sure. And cows are not, killed for their hides <laughs> they're yeah. not no i can understand ethically like i do have some exotic leather now that was gifted to me and that was passed down and usually i have scraps and tidbits from boot makers and things that that were going to be thrown in the trash and yeah. i love breathing like i said like new life into old things sure. and That's awesome. if you're going to toss it out like give it to me yeah i'll, I'll take your I'll croc. Repurpose it. yeah like yeah, i'll, I'll take your alligator and stuff <laughs> yeah. like I'll, I'll put it together and i'll make something cool because i i love that sustainable aspect of it but then i mean fortunately vegans have all been really cool with me like That's good. Yeah. uh they're they're not upset with me they they actually i think i've i've led a lot of them to understand that like hey like if you think about it, leather, cow leather, cowhide is specifically it's it, it's a um, it's a byproduct of yeah. of an industry that is thriving and existing. Now, I I I mean I eat meat, same. Um, uh, but I I I'm minimal with that actually, and and I do understand it. It's a huge impact um on our world and climate and everything. Sure, you know? yeah. But um, I kind of think of my, myself as using a material that would otherwise just be discarded for no other reason. Yeah, but it would go unused. Yeah, and this, and leather can last so long. And yeah. so if you're talking about sustainability, like cool, buy one bag from one handmade maker. And you'll never need another bag again. Absolutely. And like, what's more sustainable than that? You know, like yeah. versus buying some shitty fake plastic thing that looks like leather and is going to fall apart on you in two months tops. Yeah. You know, like, 
and I've had a lot of um, yeah people being like I I get that and I I think I've I've uh, converted a few vegan friends over to like using used <laughs> leather or things that are going to be repurposed sure. most definitely it's very much a Native American um, yeah. uh, uh, take on like use every single part like mm-hmm. don't don't just throw that hide out i'll make a wallet out of it or a purse or a strap on <laughs> this is why i look like a hoarder because i keep that like sometimes even i'm going through my leather scraps being like girl like what are you gonna do with like that tiny like inch by inch piece and i'm like i don't know it's gonna be a beautiful accent someday yeah. tiny, <laughs> tiny little thing if i throw it away now i'm not gonna like later i'm gonna be like where's that tiny piece yeah but I knew the 2020 quilt, the the leather leather quilt. I can't talk now. God fucking damn it! All right, I give up. I started this with like blah, blah. <laughs> flip my mouth. Oh my god, uh, good stuff. Yeah, radical. Um, radical. <laughs> cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. Segue words. You know, this all really goes back to cowabunga, cowabunga, dude. I mean, <laughs> when you really think. <laughs> <laughs> you really think back. <laughs> it, it's yeah. not so much a, a Native American lifestyle mm. or, 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 or take on things. Ninja it's more of a Ninja Turtle yeah. uh, outlook. Uh, they were fans of leather. Oh, or, big, yeah, big time. Ninjas. Yeah, yeah. ninjas, yeah, man. Ninjas, you, gotta, so. <laughs> you gotta do it. <laughs> oh, oh we run out of things. <laughs> What's the. No, we didn't. I I've got more. I've got more. Um, <laughs> uh,. What's you? I guess we kind of went over the your favorite thing to make is just anything unique. Is that does that seem um, accurate? Yeah, I, I feel think, like I'm speaking for you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I, I think that's accurate. I I, I like a, a good challenge. Um, I think that my favorite thing to make has yet to be found because Ooh. I'm challenge yeah. accepted. Yeah, challenge. Should I direct my mother proposed. to you next time she's like, ah, I want to this horse harness? Do you, would you do like? Please, yeah, I, I have. These a, things are dinosaurs. The fucking these horses are larger than life. I have. So the one thing I I do like is um, traditional leather work is like very, you know it's like all hand cut and stuff like that. And some of, some of the cool things that I was prior to working one of the other jobs I had, <laughs> uh, I was working as a um, like a laser tech in a fabrication company in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were doing really cool stuff, but it, you know, like laser, it's like it's like it's, it's, yeah. it's done. It's awesome. You get to design it in Illustrator, and so I was kind of like putting a modern spin on. So I would assemble things with traditional leatherwork technique, but I would design it line by line. Like there was nothing that I, you know, to artistic integrity. Like if it was a geometric pattern, I put every single line in it instead of using shape builders and things like that. Yeah. Um. Because I was like, oh, I still got to work for it, you know. Um, <laughs> but the cool thing is, is you know, like uh, I have a cousin that's a, she's like a professional, what is it, like a barrel racer, like a rodeo, oh, like barrel yeah. racer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what and, you're talking about. They put the three out there, and then you go, yeah, yeah. And then you go, and like <laughs> they time you on, yes. <laughs> on how fast you can loop around three barrels without falling off your horse or knocking them over. Or yeah, knock over the barrel. Yeah, yeah, but the falling off the horse is. I I did it a few weekends ago. I, like, did you really? Well, I used to do it as a kid, and I hadn't <gasps> done it uh, in a real long time. And her horse is like so legit, like it was yeah. like a previous like racehorse you know uh-huh. and around that second barrel i almost fucking fell off it. i was like oh my god oh my god you can fall off you can hurt yourself doing i can't this. believe you did it i did it like I'm, I'm gonna do it again i was so into it like it was like i ride motorcycles but it's like this is like a living motorcycle yeah um but yeah like she's young and there's like this whole the horse no my cousin she's like she's young but it made me realize that there's like all these like younger girls that are into rodeo which rodeo is very traditional Mm -hmm. but they're they're so cool and they have like i don't know they listen to taylor swift or i don't they have style of their own i guess and t swift man i don't know anything about taylor i don't even know why i brought that up really i guess she likes her i don't Hey, guilty pleasure. Oh. I gotta say, haters gonna hate. I don't know. I'm any, just gonna show. I'm not okay. hating. I just don't well, know it. Hold like, your hold your head high. That, I feel like I'm losing in this conversation. You're winning. <laughs> but I mean, see, you're more manly than I am right uh, now. I'm just. <laughs> I'll take my. You know what? I'm just gonna put my lipstick on until it goes <laughs> further and further away from my lips, and just look at myself. I don't know. Oh, but yeah. so Sorry. yeah, I thought. Um, it would be cool to like take the this like laser 
like laser patterns mm-hmm. and stuff, like etching laser and antiquing and and stitching with traditional uh, technique, but like giving them this kind of like edge and this like kind of cool thing that's in the high that will stay there but like making like breastplates and stuff for horses and so like her and I've talked about like me making her bridal cool and I'm like cool I yeah. like challenge accepted you know it's like here's something new that I haven't done that you'd take one look at me and be like yeah no she can't do that <laughs> <laughs> for sure but I um yeah do you ever do come my way I will I... Clydesdales or something yeah they're 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 called Percherons but they're very much oh. they're like Clydesdales they just their hooves uh don't have like the They've got a little tuff of hair behind it, mm. but it's not like full all the way around. Same, same massive dinosaur. Huge horse. Yeah, <laughs> I've ridden one of those horses oh. when I was a kid. Yeah, really? Have you ever ridden them? I have laid across them with like my butt, <laughs> <laughs> like long ways, like a T. <laughs> Uh, but I could not sh- spread my legs that far. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I was a tiny kid. Like, like I'm five two. Like, were you sitting on the, the horse like Indian style? Like, yeah, how pretty you much. I was like in a, in a half split. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You can ride their heads. That's yeah. how. That's how large they are. But they just. It's like yeah. It's it's not an easy ride. No, <laughs> it's not sure. comfortable. Like you're really. I don't know. <laughs> You're spread eagle for sure. <laughs> There's yeah. no modest. Don't you're not getting on that thing oh, with a horse. Oh, did I do that? Ah, uh, you're all right. Oh, Thrown in my shitty box. equipment, my shitty podcast. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, Tell your mom to hit me up. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, fuck. Do you ever go to like stores? And I just had this thought whenever you were talking about like I'll just make a like a breastplate for the for the horse mm-hmm. uh, or like a bridle. Um, do you ever go into like? If somebody's like, uh, I wanted like a dog leash. You're like, I want, I don't never knew how long a dog leash was. Let me go. Do you ever go like to PetSmart and steal a leash? <laughs> You're like, steal the right, ideas. This is 47 inches. And I can go, I'll, I'll cut, you know, 47 inches of a, I don't know, the, yeah. the standard leash. Yeah, I mean, around. like, do you go like get. Sure, absolutely. There's, I there's, would. A, there, I mean, that's like market research in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah, they've yeah. already done all that. Like, what is an ideal of course, you're just length a, for a dog lead? Yeah, you're I ignoring... just go and rip that off. Definitely. I, I pretty much have a fabric tape measure in my car. At oh, all time. perfect. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even think just about that. Case, like, sometimes people are like, hey, I want to do this thing. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Okay. Let's measure you. Yeah, let me measure your. Yeah, let me. Take I mean, it. I might lose that piece of paper that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. I know. Yeah, I know. I get organized. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, radical. Um, well, we're at the part of the podcast where I kind of step away from the microphone and uh, let you promote anything that you want to promote, or if you have like a public service announcement, like guys, quit asking me to make leather. <laughs> whips like i don't make whip, i don't know um or a story that you often tell mm. or okay. or how to find you uh, okay and if great. not then we just pass it back and we'll keep on moving word well this won't take very long okay uh. <laughs> <laughs> i just never like to end the podcast and be like oh shit i meant oh. to bring up you know hip-hop nice. classes that i teach on oh, yeah. thursday nights <laughs> I, I am teaching a- no i'm not <laughs> um Currently, I don't have any classes in the works, but if you're interested in learning leather work, uh, I do have a home studio with uh, several spaces available. I'm available for one-on-one, and occasionally I will do a small um, participatory class. I want that, actually. I didn't know about that that was available. That's awesome. Getting organized, you know? yeah, so if you're if you're interested in learning, like you can uh, reach out to me on Facebook or email. Yeah. uh, And... Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a few items at Blackmail Boutique. Go check them out. I have a few like one of a kind pieces in there. If you're in Austin, uh, if you have any, yeah, if you have any like leather dreams that you're like, I don't even know that this is possible. Like, yeah. hit me up. Okay. I mean, like, have some detail. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, know a little bit about what you want. Like, I'll tag your IG and Facebook account on this uh, episode so people can just. Yeah, please follow me right on there. and like me, my page or yeah. whatever. You don't like me, but you just like my page. <laughs> like, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, but... I'm terrible, but um, <laughs> my page top notch. Chimera, I'm I'm not that great because, like you said, like I'm not a marketer. I'm yeah. not, you know, learning all these things, like. Yeah, like, please help me spread the word if you're into my stuff. If you're not, you know, no worries. But uh, if you are, uh, help spread the word. Hit me up for some custom pieces. 
Uh, I also do repairs. If you have like a lovely yes. like vintage piece or something that you're like, ooh, this like needs some love. Like mm-hmm. I love doing that stuff. It's cool. Great. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks awesome. for having me, like, Dude, getting to do this. I... You're not off the hook yet. Oh, shit. We always... <laughs> <laughs> we always end with a poop story. Have you ever pooped your pants? Or oh, have, you, have you ever had anything leather-related poop? Um, God. Have you ever <laughs> farted? Yes, I do, I do, I Everybody's do. Everybody's got a poop story. I mean, it's... it's uh, it... It's not exactly leather poop story, but um, totally fine. I've had people tell other people's poop stories. Like, okay, this isn't me, but like a cousin of mine. This is the best poop story. Uh, like, well, it's not gonna be the best poop story, but it's oh, like whatever. a poop story. It's I, a poop story. I was underprepared for a poop story. Um, Sorry. <clears throat> so, shitty podcast. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in a Sweetwater, Texas. Do you Ooh. know what happens in Sweetwater, Texas? Dude, I recently was at a job where I traveled around and I had to go through Sweetwater, Texas. If you ever go through Sweetwater, Texas, there's a huge, the wind turbines, there's a massive blade that they just laid out that's larger than life. And it says, is that, is this right? Is this correct? I don't know. I know it because of the rattlesnake roundup. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wind turbines. All right. Fuck what I was saying. The massive turbine. It just says it on the side. But it's huge and it's right on the highway. Anyways. Okay. Rattlesnake roundup. Yeah. So rattlesnake in in like March. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's March. March. They have a huge rattlesnake roundup there. Yeah. And um, we were driving from Oakland to to Austin for, I was like going to be working South by. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to go. I had heard a podcast like of this blind guy on the moth talk am I, yeah i'm allowed to say that yeah <laughs> i'm just like all these like ndas have me paranoid i'm like am i not allowed to say anything um Ooh, can i say blind can I, on here can I say that? I yeah that's an actual like <laughs> um can i say mexican yeah he's from mexico yeah you can do it for sure Anyway, so I, I had heard this podcast of this blind guy that went out to Sweetwater, Texas for the rattlesnake roundup, and I was so inspired. I was like, I have to go there. Yeah. I have to go there. I'm terrified of snakes, first of all. Ooh. Yeah. But, you know, like, like realistically, like, you're not going to get, like, bit. In, <laughs> like, they're not going to let people get bit at the roundup. No. But it's kind of cool and kind of fucked up at the same time. Like, so they, like, trap, like, thousands of snakes uh, during this like roundup and they make like teams out of it. Yeah. This is like unnecessary for the story but just to give some context of what the rattlesnake roundup is. So um, like teams of people because I think it started because I think it started because there was too many rattlesnakes in the area. Yeah, there's an abundance of like yeah, that's right. Yeah, but now, I mean, whatever. And then they have all these, like, little stations. Like, you walk in, and, like, audibly, it's just, like, I can't make a good rattlesnake noise. It's, like... <laughs> it's somewhere in between those two. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one was accurate, for the record. But, yeah, it's, like, uh, you walk in, and just, like, audibly, it's, like, kind of crazy. And they have all these different stations, like, where they have, like, they're in a big pit, and there's, like, a dude in there with, like, waders on, like, just... Just in the middle of them, <laughs> you know, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? So, so anyway, and they're like sizing them and sexing them, like figuring out whether they're moving. Yeah. And, and uh, like not sexing this. Yeah. So they try to figure <laughs> out they're male or female. Kissing. They're just like and, <laughs> smashing them together. <laughs> and so, and that, that was kind of cool. And then they, and then they had like a milking station. And then they were they like, milk the venom, not like, yeah, they don't yeah. have teats or anything. <laughs> and then they were milking the venom because, like, I guess that's like where a large part part of the anti venom comes from is maybe that that festival, yeah, alone, you know, like for, for like dogs and stuff. Because like, what are they doing with it all? I don't know. Yeah, but they're milking every single one of those snakes, and then they kill them. Yeah, and then yeah. and so I made my way around the whole like festival, and then went to the educational booth, and the guy's like picking up this snake, and he's like, "They ain't gonna hurt you," and he's like putting <laughs> it on his head, and I'm like, "I wish I would have come here first because like I already just like did my whole thing. I'm gonna tell you my poop story now. This is how no. segueing into the poop story. This is great, <laughs> but they yeah, ain't gonna hurt you. They ain't gonna hurt you. That's how every good poop story starts. Oh uh, yeah, but you know what? It's kind of fucked up. They're like killing these things off by the thousands i know and, and they're and they're harmless like they yeah. they shake their rattle to they let you know a warning like, what's up what's up i'm here <laughs> <laughs> i've heard this is third-party information but i've heard that the sweetwater rattlesnakes are evolving 
to not have rattles now because that's uh, during the oh roundup. Oh my god, I didn't hear that. They shake them out, and like when they listen for the rattle, and then they'll catch them. So Ooh. they're no longer rattling, or they're they're they they have rendered their rattles. <laughs> <laughs> they they're unrattled now. <laughs> I think evolution takes longer than twenty five years, but we, we can fact check well, that I mean, later. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe, but that's that would be amazing. Maybe they're not like again. This is third party information. Um, so I haven't done any of the research on it, but I've just heard stories of like the roundup, the rattlesnake roundup. You know what it is. You. Yeah. 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 It's more than just a fan blade. They <laughs> <laughs> got, got rattlesnakes too. <laughs> they do. But yeah. So I kind of like all of a sudden like felt bad for everything that I had already participated in. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 me and my friends, I tried really hard. I actually like wore like a flannel uh-huh. and like some jeans, you know, and like. I tried really hard to fit in, you know, but like people were staring. Y'all they can't knew. see me, but I always have like pineapple head. Like I just like throw my hair up and just like look kind of like a pineapple. Anyway, like obviously kind of look like a queer woman. And um, like Was the flannel. Yeah. Okay. You know, I got a little dyke in her, yeah, you know. Hey, <laughs> I bet you she likes ladies. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Why. But, so I was trying to fit in. You don't like snakes. God. Uh, okay. I asked him if I could, if I, cause, cause they were like, okay, so they, they sex them, they weigh them. Yeah. Then they milk them. Mm-hmm. And then there's meta, like medicinal properties in the gallbladders. Oh. Yeah. So they, they, they keep the gallbladders and I was watching them just like, does it air, does it, does it. <laughs> You're pretty good. You got the French uh, accent down. You got the hillbilly accent down. You got the rattlers. And then that was my, that was my air nail gun. <laughs> no, no. And beatbox is like, <laughs> now I'm overthinking it. Anyway, they're killing these. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying. I can't do it. We did not. We should have rehearsed before this. <laughs> like, all right, there's going to be a lot of noises. They're putting uh, like air compressor guns. They like, Shoot them in the head so that they kill them automatically. Oh, right? Yeah, it's if like no, all those listeners with faint of heart don't want to hear about this. It's like no country for old men. The yeah, thing that he carries around. They kill him. Yeah, mm. kind of like that, except yeah. for an air gun, <laughs> like an air, an air nail gun. And they kill it's him, like, and then they chop their heads off, like beyond the. Uh, the little... It's like a ninja sword, but only an air gun. <laughs> Not yeah. that at all, Adam. It's, it's nothing okay. close to that. But yeah, so then I asked him if I could if I could do it. I wanted to get in on that. Ooh. And uh, the air gun. Well, they don't let you. They don't let you shoot him in the head because you gotta like really know how to handle a rattlesnake, which I've never. I don't have zero experience handling. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to skin it, and yeah. I wanted to like I do learn the, the other things that yeah. they were doing. Like they were like they were gutting them, and like I was like, okay, I want the full like redneck yeah. experience. I'm gonna you know? field dress this thing. There's like no one there. Like while we we're doing it, right? And you, you you could go through like you could like pay. I would be into that. They didn't make me pay. Cool. And uh, because I think they were just like look look at her look at yeah. her. She don't do it. <laughs> she, gonna, <laughs> she ain't gonna finish. As soon as it's, she touches a slimy slimy tail, I was like, oh, the biggest one. Give me the biggest one. So yeah. they, they went after it. They like they Ooh. found a rattlesnake that was my. I'm five two. They found a rattlesnake that was my <laughs> height. Sands the head. Okay. Oh my god. So it god. came from like its head cut off. Yeah. And then they like tape it up at the butt, right? Uh huh. So you, I don't know if you're. Oh my god! Like snakes' butts are so weird. They have these like claws on them. Anyway, anyway. Wait, wait, no. So like <clears throat> the whole thing is like you gotta you gotta skin it from like right under the butt uh-huh. hole, like down. But you gotta be really careful because like you cut in, like you're gonna sh- it's gonna shit all over you. Yeah, essentially, because like. <laughs> Okay. It's the whole time I'm just so paranoid. I'm like, go, don't go too deep. Don't do. I don't, don't go get too. Sh- de- I don't want to get the butthole. And like, as I'm getting ready, like all of a sudden there's like a crowd growing. You just hear yeah. whisper, like, look at her, look at her. Here she comes. Here go. Here she goes. Get the butthole. They're just like waiting. It was pretty much they were just like waiting. Like, oh, she's gonna get shit on. They knew. You know. Um. So this is why I said it was a shitty shit story. No, this counts. That's totally, <laughs> that's totally a thing. But yeah, like, so... It's um, a poop story. It's a poop story. Yeah. So they, like, pit him up, and he, like, told me, like, we're not to, to get it. And uh, 
And the disappointing part of the story is I didn't get shit on. I did oh. hear the whispers. I did not get shit on. Good for you. Yeah, but right I heard on. the whispers. People yeah. are like, look at her. She's going to get shit on. You hear the shit. She's way too close to the butt. That's a rattlesnake. Yeah. The weirdest thing about, I can say, the weirdest thing about skidding a rattlesnake is like instant regret. <laughs> like, like, so you skin it from like its butthole, like down to where its head used to be. Uh-huh. And when I did, the flesh of the snake arched its body and like where its head would have been looked directly at oh, me. Oh wow! And I was like, "What the fuck?" It knows. It made me question all of these things about wow. What is death? What is death? <laughs> <laughs> Life doesn't end in almost getting shit on. No. When your skin. Yeah, but you could t- your torso could turn around and look at your It was crazy. Predecessor. The snake like <laughs> knew it was up. Anyway, that's my very 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 shitty poop story. I like it. I like that you prevailed. Uh, this is maybe the very first shit story like and I came out clean. <laughs> Andy Dufresne came the out. Only thing I, <laughs> I later tanned that snake. and uh, You did? Yeah, I tanned it myself. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So. You guys went to the beach and got some oil and <laughs> yes. laid out for a little... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's cool. You tanned the hide. I I know. I don't know. I'm just about. trying to tie it back into the whole, like, I'm a leather worker That's thing. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on. This was super fun. Oh, thanks for having me. This was maybe the funnest thing I've done all day. Yeah. So, yeah. Funner than sushi? Yeah. All right. Well, sushi was good. <laughs> sushi was good. Yeah. Sushi, let's not downplay sushi. Sushi was all sushi right. Was it, was, it was on a different, different level. Different level. Uh, okay, cool. Well, yeah. that's it for us. Uh, play us out, shitty ukulele. Oh my god, that was so much fun though. <laughs> it was like way more relaxed than...